We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I'm going back to the story of Oklahoma and our Senate refusing, refusing to hear a special call for a meeting to discuss individual citizens' privacy and the right that we have to not disclose our medical records to our employer. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome back to The Rebellion. If you listened to last week's program, my closing program on Friday, you know that I covered with you this story that Senator David Bullard in the state of Oklahoma is trying to get a special meeting of the Oklahoma Senate to meet to protect your rights, your rights to not be forced to disclose your medical records to your employer. And our conservative legislature, our conservative Senate, from the pro tem Greg Treat on down, is refusing to cooperate with Senator David Bullard's call for a special meeting. And our governor isn't doing anything to support him either. Now, there are some senators that have signed on board. I'm not throwing them under the bus. I want you to be careful. I need to be careful here. We need to thank those who are supporting David Bullard, Senator David Bullard. But we need to call those to account who refuse to sign on to this special meeting. What's the special meeting for? It's to do nothing other than to discuss, to debate your right your private citizens' rights, your constitutional rights under the Constitution of the state of Oklahoma as well as the Constitution of the United States of America to not be forced to disclose your medical records to your employer, whether your employer be private or public, whether your employer be the government or somebody in free enterprise. The question is this, should you, as a citizen, be forced under threat of law, to disclose your medical records as a condition of employment. And if you refuse, should you be subject to termination? That's the question. And your Senate, your conservative Senate, your red state Senate, your senators are not cooperating with Senator David Bullard's call for a special session. I'm going to talk about that more today, and I'm going to ask you, to take action and call your senator today and ask your senator to support Senator David Bullard's call for a special session. If Senator Bullard can get two-thirds of the Senate to sign on to this call for a special session to discuss, to debate your constitutional rights of privacy, to not be forced to disclose your medical records as a condition of employment. If you can get two-thirds of our Senate in the state of Oklahoma to support Senator David Bullard, then you can bypass 
the pro tem Greg Treat's reluctance and resistance and stonewalling on this issue. And if your senator is Greg Treat, you need to call him by the hundreds and tell him that you want him to support this debate, this discussion, this special meeting to support and defend your privacy as a citizen of the state of Oklahoma. Now, if you live outside the state and you're listening to this show, keep listening because if you think this isn't happening in your backyard, you're wrong. I've said over and over again, Oklahoma, the reddest of red states, without one county voting blue in four successive presidential elections, if we can't get it right here, then you're not going get, to get it right in your backyard either. Whether you live in Kansas or Arkansas, Texas, or any other state of the union. I would argue that Oklahoma is the canary in the cave, the canary in the mine. And if this canary dies because of the asphyxiation of the gases of power that exist in our government structures, then it tells you the entire cave is contaminated. And we're all in danger of losing our freedoms. Let's take a break, and when I get back, we'll discuss more on this particular bill, my review of it, and I'm going to give you the website again. I'm not going to take the time to go through every single senator again and give you their phone numbers. I did that in the last broadcast, but I will give you the website so that you can easily, in five minutes or less, and literally, I mean that, in five minutes or less, you can go find your senator and get his or her phone number and call them today. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to the rebellion. A couple um, notes of uh, housekeeping here. In last week's show, I inadvertently called Senator Bullard by the wrong first name. I said Greg rather than David. I apologize to him and any of you that were listening in that have Senator Bullard as a uh, as your senator. He's a good man and he's leading boldly and courageously. You would think I could at least get his first name right. I don't know. Maybe I was fixated on Senator Treat's um, name, and maybe I subconsciously or inadvertently just kept calling uh, senators by the first name. First name I don't know because Senator Treat's first name is Greg, and I went on and called Senator Bowler Greg also. That's wrong. I apologize. Hopefully that didn't distract too much from the overall point of the show. So with that apology noted, and with thanks to Senator Bullard, Senator David Bullard, for his leadership, let's move on with this story. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Oklahoma, again, I've said it. You've, you know it if you live here. We're, we're dubbed the reddest of the red states because of our conservative politics. But I've been disturbed on several story, stories over the last couple of years with regard to that label of conservative, but yet... I know what's going on in Oklahoma City, and so do many of you, and we're not as conservative as we think we are. Uh, we haven't had one blue state, excuse me, blue county. We haven't had one county vote blue in the last four successive presidential elections. That is a pretty conservative track record. And I'm proud of the conservative label. As you know, I believe a conservative is somebody who is a conservationist. We conserve those things that matter. Conservatives should be people interested in conserving clean air and clean water, uh, being good stewards of God's creation. But we should also be good stewards of God's self-evident truths, those, in, those truths that are endowed to us by our Creator with a capital C. 
we conserve those things. We fight for those things. We preserve those things. And what are those truths? Well, life. And what's the second one? Liberty. And the third one is the pursuit of happiness, your freedom to pursue purpose and not be restricted or fined or imprisoned or jailed or lose your job because you're fighting for any of these any of these things that we should conserve. Life, liberty, your freedom, individual autonomy, your freedom, and your right to pursue purpose, happiness. But here's the thing. In Oklahoma, our leadership that we're electing under this banner of conservatism, they're not as conservative as they pretend to be. And I covered some of it last week. I mean, just consider this. In October... Oklahoma's governor, Kevin Stitt, issued this statement, and I'm quoting. This is a quote directly from Governor Kevin Stitt, governor of Oklahoma. Here we go. President Biden's vaccine mandate is not just federal overreach. It's unconstitutional. This administration has no respect for individual freedoms. I can't believe we have a president who wants to force Americans to choose between a vaccine and their job. Getting the vaccine is a personal choice, period. Close quote, Kevin Stitt, governor of Oklahoma. Now, who could disagree with that? If you're conservative, if you have a conservative bone in your body, if you're a constitutionalist, if you believe in your personal liberty and your individual freedom, then what he just said should cause you to stand up and give Governor Stitt a standing ovation. And for that statement, I agree. I'm going to read it again. So you hear what he says out of one side of his mouth, but you know the other shoe's going to drop here. So listen to the, the, what I just said. Listen to what I just read. This is good. President Biden's vaccine mandate is not just federal overreach, it's unconstitutional. Biden's administration has no respect for individual freedoms. The governor then goes on and says, I can't believe we have a president who wants to force Americans to choose between a what? Vaccine and their job. He concludes, the governor concludes by saying, getting the vaccine is a personal choice, period. Close quote. Again, great statement. I agree. Hopefully, all of you listening on this show agree likewise. But what does the governor then go on to say in the very next breath? He says this, and this is the very next thing. I mean, uh, this isn't uh, separated by other contextual statements. This is what he says in the very next sentence. He adds this. Governor Stitt adds this. Just as I believe Joe Biden can't tell businesses they have to mandate a vaccine, I don't believe the government should tell a company they can't. Businesses should have the freedom to make decisions based on their circumstances. Close quote. Do you see the sleight of hand here? Governor Stitt, in his first sentence, was saying that it's unconstitutional to force individuals, Americans, Oklahomans, to violate their individual freedoms, his language, and to choose his language between a vaccine and their jobs. 
getting the vaccine is a personal choice. His language, period, close quote. So we're talking about individuals, Americans, and your right, your constitutional right to choose between a vaccine and your job. And then all of a sudden in the next sentence, we're talking about businesses having the right to mandate a vaccine as a condition of your employment. So I guess the governor doesn't think it's wrong to force Americans to choose between a vaccine and their job, right? Oh, it's wrong for Biden to force this unconstitutional, unconstitutional, excuse me, unconstitutional choice upon you between a vaccine and your job, but there's nothing wrong with your private employer forcing you to do the same. Again, Kevin Stitt just told all Oklahomans that while it's wrong for the federal government to meddle in the affairs of private businesses, there's absolutely nothing wrong with private businesses meddling in the affairs of private citizens. That's what he just said. So, in other words, federal overreach into the privacy of our personal lives is wrong. It's abhorrent. But corporate overreach, corporate overreach into the privacy of our personal lives is not. That's what he's saying. And again, this is two-faced, this is duplicitous, and no true conservative would or could or should ever hold this view. That's why I say we're not as conservative as we think we are. At the end of the day, my health records are nobody else's business. Your health records are nobody's business but your own. They're not the governor's business. They're not your employer's business. They are not the Chamber of Commerce's business. They are not Devon Energy's business. They are not Chesapeake Energy's business. They are not ConocoPhillips's business. They are my records. They are your records. And they represent my personal decisions and your personal decisions. And they should be kept private, period, to quote Governor Stitt. I don't care. I don't care if the company's run by Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, or the CEOs of Arvest, Walmart, or Phillips 66. It doesn't matter. No company should ever be permitted to force anyone to disclose their medical records as a condition of employment. Can't we agree that that is wrong? Now, some may say, oh, wait, 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 Piper, I thought you were a conservative. Don't you believe in capitalism and free enterprise? Yes. I mean, my land, I founded an institute, a center at Oklahoma Wesleyan University called the Center for Capitalism, Free Enterprise, and Constitutional Freedom. I don't think you're going to find a college president out there that has took a stronger stance for those things. In fact, Waving the banner of capitalism on a college campus today 
is a guarantee in most places that the faculty are, will rise up and protest, and you'll get a vote of no confidence. You're out of a job as a president. I started an institute called the Center for Capitalism, Free Enterprise, and Constitutional Liberty. We celebrated Constitution Day at Oklahoma Wesleyan every year. But being a proponent of capitalism and free enterprise does not mean that I choose between corporate freedoms and individual liberties. I can't I would think that surely we can all agree that no employer should ever be empowered to know certain things about your private life. For example, should your employer be empowered to know whether or not you're pregnant? Should your employer be empowered to force you to disclose whether or not you use contraception, and if so, what kind? And as I said in Friday's program, should your employer be empowered to know if you've got a history of STDs, for example? Did you behave foolishly when you were 20 at college, and have you been medicated for STDs as the result of that? Should your employer be empowered to know if you have AIDS? What if you've undergone counseling anytime in your past and your health insurance paid for that counseling? And what if you were prescribed antidepressants at any time in your life? What if you have cancer? What if your family is, oh, let's just say predisposed to heart disease? and you presently take statin drugs as a preventative measure. What if when you were young as an adolescent, uh, your doctor prescribed you Ritalin for hyperactivity, ADD or ADHD? What if you have a degenerative spinal disease and you've had back surgery just to fend off the inevitable? I could go on and on. I'm just popping off things that come to the top of my head here. But should any employer, private or public, private or public, should any employer be able to force you to disclose any of this? And should you be subject to termination if you don't comply? I mean, think about it. I would hope your answer is no, no to all of the above. And if you have an elected representative, whether it be the governor or the senator, who says out of one side of his mouth that he opposes federal vaccine mandates because they're unconstitutional, but who then turns around and tells you that private employers have the legal right to make such mandates a condition of your employment then I would argue you've elected someone who's outright telling you, bold-faced telling you, straightforward telling you that Bill Gates' rights will always trump yours. Do you get my point? This is not a true constitutionalist. This is someone who is not representing you, but rather he's representing your boss. 
He's not representing the little man. He's representing the man. It appears to me that he's doing the bidding of crony capitalists while he's telling all of us common folks, you know, us deplorable rubes, those of us that are unredeemable, those of us that lack gray matter, those of us that actually go to work every day and get our hands dirty and do so to take home a paycheck and take care of our families, pay our bills, be honest, and go about the next day doing it all over again. He's telling all of us common folks that our rights be damned if they ever come in conflict with our employers. So the question is this, where in our Constitution does it ever say that businesses have more rights than individuals? Where does it say that in our Constitution? When did we ever decide as a country, as a state here in Oklahoma, when did we ever decide that the Billionaire Boys Club has unilateral authority over our bodily autonomy and our medical records? When did we ever decide that they had the constitutional right to demand that we forfeit our personal privacy as a condition of employment? This this oligarchical intrusion into our private lives is pervasive across the entire country right now. And it has to stop. And if... Here in Oklahoma, in the reddest of red states, if Republican voters, and I put that in quotation marks, if Republican voters don't hold Republican politicians to account, we're going to find ourselves under the thumb, under the foot, under the knee of a bunch of unelected Republican, and I say unelected Republican elitists, that are sitting in the executive suite, we're going to find ourselves under the thumb of these oligarchs, these elitists, who are hell-bent on making it impossible for us to buy or sell or even earn a daily wage unless we submit and give up our personal privacy. That's what we've seen happen in this COVID lunacy, this crazy COVID delusion, where we are willing to give up the goodness of our Constitution for a mess of pottage, for safety. We'll give up our privacy. We'll give up our medical records. We'll give up our right to shop, our right to Go about, go about our daily lives. We've even given up our right to go to church because we were told to do so by a handful of smart folks, whether they be in the executive suite of the company we work for or whether or not they hold the grand and glorious position of grand poobah of scientism like Anthony Fauci. You know, In the 1920s, 30s, German companies boycotted. German companies, companies, business owners, 
German companies boycotted Jews by telling them that anyone not wearing a mark, a, a yellow star, would be denied the right to work and engage in daily business transactions. By Governor Stitt's logic and these people that are opposing Senator Bullard, private business owners, these private business owners in Germany had the right to do all of that, right? Because what business is it of the govern, government, excuse me, of the government to tell a company what to do? That's Governor Stitt's logic. That's the logic of those that are falling in line, like lemmings behind Governor Stitt. That's the logic of pro tem Greg Treat, Senator Greg Treat of Oklahoma, who refuses to call a special session of the Oklahoma Senate to discuss whether or not private citizens' rights are superior to private business rights. Or is it vice versa? They seem to be by default, saying, your personal rights be damned if they come in conflict with your boss's rights, your company that you work for and its rights. Today, unvaccinated Americans are in danger of being treated the exact same way as Jews in the 1930s. Basically, we're being told, show your mark or lose your job. And I would argue that any conservative politician and any conservative voter, this includes you and me, who stands on the sidelines and says nothing, is essentially applauding this overreach to use Governor Stitt's language. My challenge would be this. Maybe Governor Stitt and his lemmings like pro tem Greg Treat would do well to refresh their memory a little bit and go back and read, oh, maybe read a little bit of Greek mythology, maybe read the story of Pandora's box and about how ideas actually have consequences and that many of them are unintended. So I told you I would give you instructions on how to do something about this. Don't just listen to this. Don't just listen to this show. And Not to speak is to speak and not to act is to act. If you don't act, you are acting in the negative. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold you guiltless. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, you're obligated to act and you can do so by going to OKSenate.gov. I'll say it one more time. Write it down. OKSenate.gov. That's very simple. Go there. You'll be able to find your senator. Call them immediately today. Tell everybody else in your circle to do the same and ask them. Tell them you expect them to support Senator David Bullard's call for a special session to defend your personal rights. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.